Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and we try our gosh darndest to fact check and research most things. I am your host today, Rachel Ballinger, and I am joined by nobody else. Well, that was a lie. Dog of the day here is Blaze Boy. Blaze Boy. Um, you, if you're watching, you can see that Blaze is sporting a t-shirt, as am I. If you're just listening, now you know what is happening happening visually uh, i am wearing our new ati merch um, i just launched a new merch line uh, personally um there's a few pieces in it and one of it is uh, all things internet t-shirt that on the back it says facts figures and fundamental rights and it's check boxes next to it and we have the facts and the figures checked but the fundamental rights is still a work in progress it's a funny thing if you haven't seen it go check it out blaze is sporting our old merch t-shirt um you know he's he's a more vintage dude he likes the oldies um i'm more of a new modern type of lady so he went with the old shirt today i'm going with the new um so you're welcome okay so this podcast is gonna be a little different m is taking a personal week um this week so I am solo. Uh, it was it was kind of sudden, so I didn't have anything planned. And so here I am. You just get me like the good old days. Y'all, if if you're new here, sup? Thanks for joining us. Um, you get ready for how this used to go. And if you're not new here and you've been here before M was here, you'll know it's about to get chaotic. Um, I used to do, I created all things internet a while ago and I used to do it with my mom. And, um, I think there might've been one or two episodes that I had to do by myself, but I was in charge of finding all the news stories, finding all the facts, quote unquote. But my mom and I hated fact checking, um, as most people do. So we would say we didn't fact check or research anything. Then Emily came in and Emily loves a good fact check. She loves learning. She loves investigating. She loves finding out the root of all things, which is amazing. It's a great quality to have. I lack it. So, um, this week is, I kind, I didn't fact check. I just like looked into it a little bit. So we're going to say I'm like 40% fact checked Mm, 50. There's one I like looked into a little bit more. I'm 50% fact checked on this episode. So please forgive me if I say something really just off the wall. Um, 
that's just what's going to happen. So this is like a, a fun little episode of, okay, Rachel, if that's what you think news is. <laughs> Together we're going to get through this. I promise I will try to be entertaining. Um, so yeah. All right. You guys ready to begin this? Wait, I forgot to ask. Rachel, how are you doing today? Oh my God. Thank you so much for asking. I am stressed and overwhelmed, but still happy. Oh, I told you I launched merch today. That was fun. I'm still going to talk to myself. I'm still going to talk as much as I did when Em is here. Okay. Also, no, I won't. This will be like a 30 minute episode. I can't talk for an hour straight. I could. I will just be like mentally exhausted by the end of it. But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, I'm going oh, to tell you about my day. I'll act like I am here, was here and asked it. Um, my day. How was it? I'll let you know. I got to launch my new merch today, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, it's been a busy day, but nothing I can't handle. Um, I'm looking at my week and I got a lot of stuff to do, but nothing is out of my reach. Nothing is not doable. And that is fine. So therefore, I'm not going to be stressed. I'm going to be prepared and take some deep breaths and we're going to get there. Also, I just realized, why don't I keep my dogs in t-shirts all the time? Then they wouldn't shed all over my stuff, right? I'd like, obviously they would get overheated at points and I would have to take it off when it's like hot. But like, Blaze is a short, short, short haired pit bull. Why can't I just keep a t-shirt on him all the time? I feel, then his little hairs wouldn't get everywhere because he's got that kind of hair that like digs into your fabric and you just can't get out. Like Snoop sheds like no other, but his hair is really long. You can get it off really easy with a lint roller. Blaze is like, it, it's tiny and it's sharp. It's like little needles and you can't get it out as much as you try. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Anyway, <sighs> deep breaths, everybody. We have a lot of work to do this week and we're going to get through it. And it's all fun work. It's videos and Snapchat and merch launches. It's all good things, but that's how I'm doing. I'm doing well. I am managing. I'm working, I'm managing, and I'm doing. None of it is undoable. I just have to keep remembering that. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my kombucha. It's pineapple creamsicle. I can't tell if I like it or not. Hold on. I guess I like it if I thought it was delicious. All right. Let's hop into the news. The news. Let's hop into the news. Um, this is what I think is newsworthy on all things internet. And remember, I didn't fact check all things. But I would say most of them, I, you can't, it's, it's fine. Just let me be. I'm trying. Okay, guys, I'm trying. This is like OG ATI. Okay. All right. First up is the Twitter check mark. Okay. I personally lost my check mark as did all people for a moment. So Elon Musk decided to just completely wipe all of the Twitter verification check marks. Um, which isn't that great because there were extra security steps when you had a check mark that made it so your account was harder to hack. Um, also it gave you, there's a couple be benefits to it. There was a verified section, um, when people commented or added you, uh, so you could see just those comments. Um, you could filter through that. It was, there were some benefits to having the check mark, right? Well, I lost mine and I went, okay. And they're like, do you want to pay to have it back? I was like, no, I haven't gone on Twitter and used Twitter in, oh, since December. 
I want to say. And before that, I hadn't used it for months. I only used it for one brand deal. And come December, I'm going to probably disable my account because in the, or is it six months? I have to look on when my contract is. Anyway, with the brand deal, not with Twitter. But uh, yeah, mine got taken away and I was just like, okay, whatever. And then a few days later, my sister's got taken away and she was like, whatever. I don't go on Twitter. Twitter is, we used to love Twitter. Twitter used to be like, the place to be in 2015. All right. It was like, we're the just like mega fans and fan bases and people got to actually connect with their, like their favorite YouTubers and whatnot. We could actually have conversations and you get to know each other like more than just like you watch my videos and you like it. Like there, it, you could actually like communicate. It was really nice. It was where like little communities were built. And then Twitter just became like a dumpster fire of hate and evil and nitpicking and people that were just are sad and full of negativity who just decided to take out their anger on complete strangers for no reason. Um, you might think that's dramatic, but that's what basically was going on. Uh, so everyone I know has kind of stepped away from Twitter. And so when we all started getting our checks marks taken away, we were like, whatever. And then magically Elon Musk was like, Oh wait, no psych. If you have a million followers, then you can have a check mark for free. Otherwise you can pay for it. Now we all know why this is like just scary. Cause anyone can act verified. Anyone uh, can get a check mark. Just, it means nothing now. It literally means nothing before it meant like you were an established person. This was real. Like it was harder to make uh dupe accounts because, you know, like, oh, you have the check mark. This is really from this person. Like, so screenshots, you know, anyone can just make a handle that looks almost identical to someone else and, and have a check mark. So it's just going to look, it's stupid. It's all stupid. Um, if Emily were here, she'd put it in better words. But uh, <laughs> so they decided to add it back to accounts with over 1 million followers. And then they implemented prioritized display of tweets from Twitter blue subscribed accounts. So if you have a check mark, your tweets go to the top of people's feeds, basically. This is so dumb. Like, it's just dumb. Um, and during all this, Twitter accidentally verified a fake Disney account created by a troll. So, of course, Disney's not happy. Uh, it's a mess. It's all just a freaking mess. Uh, I don't have a check mark anymore. My sister got hers back. There are some accounts that are paying for it, and people are like, oh, you're paying for the blue check mark? They're paying for security. Like, obviously, they like Taylor Swift has to have a check mark because so troll accounts can't mimic her and give out false information or whatever. Um, because again, people don't fact check. If they see a screenshot that Taylor Swift said something and you know, they're going to be like, Oh, that was her when it wasn't. Um, but also it creates a, a more, uh, a, a greater security barrier if you have the blue check mark. So I think that's a lot of, that's something a lot of people don't know, uh, that it's, safer to have it security wise. So yeah, higher up people, um, are going to probably pay for it. I just don't care <laughs> about my Twitter account. Um, I mean, I don't want to like delete it forever cause there's a lot of memories on that, but I'll definitely disable it or like, how do you like just pause it for a bit? Um, yeah, I think the whole thing's stupid and Twitter's just going to self implode. Well, not self implode. Elon Musk is going to implode it. So that's it. That's my first news story for today. Wow. I'm really good at this. I'm doing this all by myself. I have n okay. Listen, I'm not good at this stuff. I'm really good at making 
random comments about whatever someone says. I'm really good at making jokes and commenting and active listening when someone is speaking to me. Am I actually listening? No, but I'm going to make you think that I'm listening. I don't even want to listen to myself right now. Okay. You know what? (laughs) We're going to, okay. Before I move on, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. All right. Next up is Snapchat. Uh, I actually... Oh, no, it's Abby. I thought my... I ordered a new iMac, and I thought my new iMac was here. It's not. It's my beautiful girlfriend taking out the trash, which I appreciate so much, so. But I ordered a new iMac because this one keeps crashing, and I thought, okay... Focus, Ballinger. Snapchat. Snapchat just recently had a Snapchat summit. I attended it for 10 minutes virtually. Um, <laughs> but they released a few new things, one of them being an AI chat bot. Now, this used to be for people just who were subscribed to Snapchat, like they paid to have a premium account. But now this AI chat bot is open for everybody and the people don't like it. So... They were saying, I watched them say, like, this is to be a built-in friend that you can talk to and chat with. And I don't know if that was the actual reason they wanted to do this or it was, I don't know what the reasoning for it actually was because that's a, that doesn't seem like a thing people would actually do. Like a social media being like, we should create a virtual friend for our users. They'll love that. No, there has to be a reason behind that other than that. So... Um, anyway, they, they launched this and I opened up my chat, my Snapchat and saw it. And I was like, what in the world? It's in, it's immediately embedded permanently into your chat section where you like chat with your friends back and forth. And it's always at the top. You can't get rid of it. You can't delete it. You can't hide it, which people are really annoyed with. People do not like that at all. So there's been some pushback on that. Um, I assume they'll eventually get rid of it or let you hide it. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that are really into it. Um, The five-star ratings and the one-star ratings both shot up after the end of the summit. So so, I guess the reviews were mixed. But as of right now, a lot of people just don't like the chat thing, but everything else they did was totally fine. Um, And Snapchat's doing a lot of stuff for creators, trying to make it so they can make money on there. Uh, Yeah, they released a bunch of new stuff on the summit. The only thing people hated publicly was the AI chat. Gosh. I'm so good at this. Lane. I got through that that one really fast. Okay. The next up is Be Real. Okay. Okay. So when M's not here, I talk more about social media. I, like her, she always talks about like intense news stuff, like Russia sent a balloon. And I'm like, so um, on Snapchat, they're like trying to talk to us with a robot. 
I don't know. What do you guys like more? The intense news stories or my stupid things? Be real. Uh, Be real is currently trying to stay relevant. They say they keep getting, they're like, we've had 20 million more active users this month than last month. Or that we've had 20 more, 20 million more people sign up, but they're having a hard people, what words? They're having a hard time keeping people using the app. Like the retention rate is dropping. Um, so the thing with social media is you have to constantly be changing to stay relevant. People get bored. They want new, they want flashy, they want constant change. Even though every time something changes, everyone was like, ah, what is with this change? I hate it. Oh, where's my home button? This is so confusing. I hate this. And then in two days, you forgot what the old version looked like and you just keep up. And if it stays the same, you would get bored of it. Uh, and so Be Real has decided, like every, when Be Real came out, everyone was like, oh my God, this is so like, this is so unlike any other app. This is like what it used to be. It's just you and your friends. There's no influencers trying to look really cool. People aren't getting paid. This is where it's at. Yeah, that only lasts for so long because people are going to get bored of that. And Be Real has realized that. So they have now added uh, music. So you can add audio, music audio to your Be Real. And then they've also made it that if you post on time, you get to also add two, I think it was two other photos or one other photo. I don't know. I didn't fact check that. Uh, you can add another photo throughout the day, I believe. So they're trying to make changes. Listen, it's, it's gonna go down if influencers aren't making money on it. I'm not saying that as an influencer, I mean like, I want to make money on Be Real. I don't give a crap. What I'm saying is social media's people go on. I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to phrase this. Uh, social media people, like influencers, push certain social medias because they make money on it. So they're telling people to go over their Snapchat. They're telling people, I don't make money on Snapchat, by the way. I know I've been pushing it a lot. I don't make money. I'm going to state that right now. Um, they'll be like, check out my Instagram, check out my YouTube channel, check out my TikTok. So if influencers aren't there pushing the platform, you're not going to have as much push to the platform. Um, and also you can't really chat. You can comment, but you can't really chat. So I just don't see it sticking around for a long time unless they make a massive change with it. Because I mean, it, you, it, 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 I don't understand how they're going to make money because there's no ads and I, the whole thing is just very confusing to me. It was a really cool idea, so much so that like TikTok stole the idea, but I just don't think that it's going to keep going unless creators can make money on it and people can follow you without you having to follow them back. I mean, every social media has been like that since the beginning. Like you don't have to follow both ways. It's, you can just do one. I don't know. That's it. So they, you can now add music and post multiple times if you post on time with Be Real. Trying to stay relevant. Same girl. I understand. It's fine. Um, okay. Well, this is kind of internet. Uh, Simone Biles, the phenomenal, amazing gold medal winning gymnast person, Olympian, uh, married the NFL player, Jonathan Owens. Uh, they've been together for a while. And uh, I, fun fact, he didn't know who she was. They met on a celebrity dating app. And when he saw her, he didn't know who she was. How do you not know who Simone Biles is? I'm sorry, what? Anyway, uh, they constantly post about each other. They seem very much in love. Um, but they finally got married. Not finally. I think it was in a, it was like a year or two. 
or three. I didn't fact check that just from my knowledge of seeing their pictures together. Uh, but after she posted these very adorable photos, the internet was like a lot of it was like really positive, but then I'm so sad for her. Some people started coming after her hair and it was, uh, to my knowledge says Buzzfeed, uh, mainly the, it was mainly black women who were telling her her hair looked unkempt. Is that, is that unkempt? Unkept? Unkempt. Looked up unkempt. Hold on. Having an untidy or disheveled appearance. I've never used that word before. All right. New word in my vocabulary. Um, she should have had laid edges. These are all quotes. I don't think any of this. Uh, it said she should have had laid edges and she should have gotten at least a lace front. Which is so sad. You don't... Listen. That's mean. This girl just got married. She did her hair how she wanted to have her hair. And to have her, like, her own community just, like, kind of, they, they, did, they didn't kind of, they, like, put her down. Like, that's so messed up. She is such a phenomenal human being. She's been through so much. And she got, she was so happy. And you all know, just making negative comments. Stop it. But luckily, um, then other black women saw these and came to her defense and they shut them down. But it was just, I was, it was, like, it just, no negativity should have, have ever existed in that. And it made me sad for her because she's just a little light. She's an amazing person. Um, I haven't heard a negative thing about her. So that's all. All right. So when someone's posts something very happy and they haven't done anything wrong, shut your mouth. Thank you. Also, always support your own. Like, what are you doing? Come on now. Um, all right. And then this is... Just like two racial things back to back. I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> so there we've all, we've all been on TikTok, and what is, what's the term? Uh, we've, I've heard the term gatekeeping. I've heard like people policing stuff, deciding like who can and can't do things. Uh, it happens a lot. I don't know how to explain this. It happens a lot in like the dog training world where people just decide that like their way is the best and they don't take into any, anything else into consideration. So there is, I don't, I'm not on food TikTok a lot. My girlfriend is, and she's terrified of it. She's terrified of posting because people have so many opinions. Um, the internet, the comments can switch very quickly. Uh, I know this and you, it's the scary thing about posting online. You could be posting something very innocent and it get taken just the wrong way and just destroyed. Like a way you never thought it would be taken, it gets taken that way. Um, so there was a chef, Zoe Bree, who is a professional chef. And she was she posted a TikTok of being like, I'm at my brother's and I'm going to cook my favorite dish using what ingredients he has in the kitchen. And she sauteed uh, onion, sauteed garlic, sauteed bell pepper, and put this like tomato sauce, cans of sauce he had in his pantry, threw it all together, and then like covered her chicken in that and posted a video. It was just like really simple, really quick, whatever. She's a professional chef. And the comments were like, oh my God, at least season your chicken. Oh my God, no, no salt. And they started just going at her because she didn't film herself putting salt on it and they shouldn't put herself she didn't film like s shaking seasoning on it and so 
she posted a follow-up she like she well, she commented on comments and was like yo i salted in between each thing i just didn't film it i didn't think i had to also me just doing 10 shots of me salting something isn't very entertaining so she salted her chicken right okay also i don't know how to cook i don't know what any of this is and then she did a someone commented at least please season your chicken and so she did a video she's a professional chef and she did a video that said hey seasoning police what do you think these are basically and she's like if you think only these are seasoning and she she held up roasted like uh roasted garlic powder onion powder and like bell pepper powder or whatever and she goes if seasonings only look like this to you just so you know what do you think these derive from the things I used in the video to season the chicken. So, which was like, oh yeah, I started laughing. So I was like, I even thought like, oh yeah, I guess she didn't, I watched her TikTok. I was like, I guess she didn't season it. And then I was like, I'm a dummy. I'm an actual dummy because she, instead of just putting the powders on, she used the actual things. So her video was like seasoning. One is like a cooking show says this isn't seasoned enough. They're talking about salt. I did salt it. I should have put in the video, whatever. But we're like, I'm not, we, I am at least dumb or I'm like, oh, she did put all of those flavors in there. Just not in powder form. She was like, seasoning doesn't have to be the powder form. I'm just using, I'm using the actual ingredients. And then the comments on that took it racially. People took her saying the season, someone said, um, I feel like seasoning police is code for something else, which I didn't even think about, but I'm just a dumb little white girl. And she was like, that is not what I meant. Seasoning police is what I'm calling the trolls on the internet telling people how to season their food, which is what I took it as. But again, that's, I'm a white person and that was my viewpoint in that moment. Um, I took her, I, when I originally watched it, I didn't take it racially as all, racially at all. But then I saw some people posting like, Hey, and hold on. I want to read it from BuzzFeed because I don't want to get this wrong. Hold on. BuzzFeed said this because it, it was going back and forth. It got very heated. And then also, which is what something terrible did happen is racist people saw all this and started using the term okay i got a text message started using the term seasoning police to be racist against the black community which is so not okay so now that phrase is probably going to be a racially discriminatory phrase which is not okay at all but people were saying yeah it's it's a racial attack because black people use powder seasoning I thought all seasoning was powder. I didn't also know that was a racial thing. I am, I don't know if I, I thought like, yeah, we have to season this. Uh, would we would get out the dry powders and seasonings? I didn't think about not like the ingredients in which they derive from. So I didn't know that was a thing. I personal, I personally don't think that she was going after the black community, but this is also not, I'm going to say, I'm going to, that's is not my place to say, but TikTok, not TikTok. Um, Buzzfeed did say this and I, I thought it was well put. It's worth noting that the type of comments referenced in Zoe's TikTok in the video referenced above are commonly found on content featuring cultural dishes as 
proper seasoning looks different just about everywhere in the world. One supporter in Zoe's comments argued that in many Asian cuisines, they rarely use dried spices and powders, and they often incorporate salt throughout the addition of ingredients like soy sauce, fish sauce, or dipping sauces when served. As evidence takes the video, and then there's a video like showing that. So as a chef, she was saying, like, I'm sick of people telling me I'm cooking this wrong, that I'm not seasoning it right, when seasoning can look different in very different uh, cultural dishes and she was seasoning it but not with powder and so she was thinking that it was just like uneducated people that don't know how to cook were deciding like she was doing it wrong because they always use garlic powder and onion powder and she didn't use that because she actually used onions and garlic so this whole thing like just completely blew up I I don't know tell me tell me below if you think this was like a racial thing or not um I really didn't I didn't take it that way, but please educate me if I'm wrong. Cause again, I'm an idiot. And I, I was, I was on the track of like, yeah, she didn't season it, but that's because she didn't use powdered seasoning. And that is where my brain ends on seasoning. I, that's my thought process. It was like, that's if you didn't season it, if you didn't put that chili powder on and, but they in fact put just chilies in the dish. So that's that. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you think this was, uh, something more like I'm just not seeing past it or whatever. I'm not looking into it enough. You let me know. Uh, you can fact track a research for me. I just thought like she posted an innocent video. People just came for her and she was annoying. She's like, I'm just trying to post a nice video. Y'all are telling me how to cook. I know how to cook. Y'all need to stop like gatekeeping and policing my seasonings. Like I'm a season, like I seasoned it with fresh ingredients and you season it with powder. You do you. And then people were like, you're being racist. She's like, well, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. That's how I took it. <laughs> that's, that's my take on it. All right. Uh, we're going to check one more time to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. All right. In I Hate People news, um, a YouTuber decided to, quote unquote, prank a homeless person. No. Um, I watched the video. I'm not going to name the YouTuber. He doesn't deserve any attention other than what I'm about to say right now. He posted a video that was him going up to a homeless man and just being like, Hey, you're homeless. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm going to go inside. They were at a fast food restaurant. He's like, I'm going to go inside and get you some food. So he went inside and got him some food and then came out. He's like, yeah, the Sprite's for you. This fries are for you. This burger's for you. And like kept him out of reach of the dude and then started eating them all himself and then walked away and started giggling. That one is not a prank. That's just you being, I words I cannot use on this podcast. Um, I am someone that hates pranks to begin with. Cause I think pranks are at the heart. Uh, like from the, the root of pranks is evil. Uh, you're make you're finding humor and joy from tricking or scaring or hurting another human being. I don't like pranks. Um, there are a few I've like my cousin Andrew and I get in a debate about this all the time. There are a few harmless ones, but it's very rare, like to be a f- actually family friendly prank. This was not a even a prank. This was just being a terrible human being. This isn't funny. And, uh, I watched it with, uh, in front of my girlfriend, Abby, and she was like, well, maybe like, hopefully he like bought him food afterwards. I was like that, like 
yeah, I hope that too. And even if he did though, he posted this video hoping to get attention for being a terrible human being. And the people, there are going to be like teenage boys or girls. There's going to be some like young kids, impressionable minds out there who see this and go, ha ha, that's what humor is. That's what a prank is. I'm going to go do that. That's how you treat people. And it's so messed up. And I, I hope he never posts another video again because that should not be a thing. Um, even if it was staged, even if the homeless man was in on it, even if the other guy was in on it, 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 it's not okay because the impression it gives young people, the impression it gives anybody, uh, is just wrong. So that's disgusting. That person is a horrible human being on to happy news. Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox news. According to the wall street journal, I fact checked y'all. I researched it a little bit, this one. Um, he was fired after he used vulgar language to describe a network executive. Um, during a lawsuit, his text messages got read, and he referred to a senior Fox News executive as the C word and the B word. Yeah, you're done. Um, but it's so crazy that Fox News thought he was such like a stand-up guy. Like, that's so weird that he would use such vulgar words to describe a woman. He was so great. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was my happy news for today. <laughs> and in short news, uh, Lindsay Lohan showed us her baby bump. Uh, Disney replaced an actor cast as David in a live action Lilo and Stitch. Um, after the original actor who was uh, cast to play him, uh, he had his racial slurs, videos of his racial slurs resurfaced. Y'all watch what you say the internet it does it anything can bite you back in the butt um whatever is put on the internet stays there forever remember that and then we have one follow-up bad bunny if you remember last week bad bunny uh during his first weekend performance at coachella on the back of his screen had a diss to harry styles like he's got tweets and stuff playing behind him and there was a tweet dissing harry styles well the second weekend when bad bunny performed again a message popped up on the back that said, sorry, Harry, uh, that was a mistake from my team. We love you. So apparently he apologized to Harry and that's all the news I have about that. All right, guys, that's it. That's all I have. I literally said I would talk for 30 minutes and it's been 32. I can't, I don't, I'm half of the show. So I'm going to give you half of a show. I hope you don't get mad at me for that. I'm doing the best that I can. All right. So that's all the news I have about Twitter, Snapchat, Be Real, Simone, um, TikToker's chef, Zoe, uh, my happy news, my short news, and my follow-up. I did it, though. Are you proud of me? I'm proud of myself. I'm really amazing. <laughs> all right. Um, hopefully, M's back next week, so you'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. I love you guys. Uh, please check out the merch link down below, and that's it. Do I, am I supposed to do anything else on this podcast? It's weird. I've been thrown for a loop. Where else do I do? Blaze? Anything? He's sleeping. He's no help. You know, really? Like, dude, you need to earn your keep around here. Really? I don't know what you expect from me. Okay. You need your deuce claws clipped, bro. I'll do that later. I love you guys. And I will see you next week with another episode of All Things Internet. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Good luck. Me.
Okay. Bye. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio.